Welcome to a live preaching message from the Manhattan branch of Lycos International Church in New York City, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Thank you. 
one and only apples of Lycos International Church. Amen. Right now, I want you to be on your feet. We come to the most important part of the service. We have a man of God in our midst. A demon slayer. When he prays, all the demons are running away. They're scattering one by one by one by one by one. Put your hands together for my pastor, your pastor, Pastor Nana Kwapana What a blessing. What a blessing. Keep clapping unto the Lord. I said make some noise unto the Lord. Keep clapping unto the Lord. Somebody glorify the name of the Lord. If you are excited as I am, I want you to lift up your hands unto the Lord and glorify the name of the Lord. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. I want every one of us, by the grace of God, lift up your hands and worship God for two minutes from the depth of your heart. Allow yourself for Holy Spirit to speak to you with a short moment that we have with you. Open up your heart and minister from the depth of your heart. With your hands being lifted up, let the Holy Spirit minister unto you. Put everything aside. Put every burden. This song will change your life. There is the Spirit of the Lord that is about to hover over your life right now. As you have lifted up your hands. Lifting up the hands is a sign that you have surrounded your mind, your soul, your body. You are saying that there is nothing, nothing about yourself that can change you by the Holy Spirit. Somebody lift up your hands in the name of Jesus. Yes. Come on, somebody, open up your hearts. Let me run the race of life. It was a long And let the peace of God let it rain. Open up your soul, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit. Oh, somebody. Open up your heart and to me. Let it send in you. Let it empower you. Put everything aside and stand upon. The Spirit of the Lord is here. If only you go all your heart. If only you can open and let He is here to change you. He is here to transform you. He is here to heal you. All the pain is. Let 
Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your presence that is here this afternoon. Lord, we ask for your Spirit to manifest over us. Let the Shekinah glory come upon everyone that is here this afternoon. Minister unto our heart, O oh God, to take sickness and diseases, to take burden, to take sorrows away from us, O oh God. Speak into our hearts the Spirit of life. For your word said that the words that you speak, they are spirit and they are life. Let the Spirit of God enter into you right now in the name of Jesus. Whatever burden you, whatever that the enemy has used to burden you by the power of the Holy Ghost, be set free right now, somebody. Be break from every agenda of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Father, I commit myself unto you forgive me if there's anything that i have done that has not pleased you lord i ask for forgiveness to cleanse me from all unrighteousness and use me as a vessel to speak unto your precious children whom you have gathered us together in the name of jesus cause your work to have its free course in us in jesus mighty name and let every saint say amen Somebody give a clap offering and please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Are you excited to be in the house of the Lord this afternoon? Um, with a few minutes that we have, I'm just going to go over all the messages that Reverend Kwame has shared about the offenses. I have a question for the church. How many of you can really attest that the message is changing him? The message of offenses. How many can say that? I would like to see by hand. It's very important. Some of you that are far back, can you please move here? It makes a big difference when we are more compacted. So please, those at the back, everyone behind Cindy or Sister Jane, please move, move to this side. Fill up the space over there. I beg you by the mercies of God. It makes a big difference. Hallelujah. As you can see, I'm not going to stand here for long because I'm already sweating. You know, so help me. As the Holy Spirit is helping me, I also need your help. Are we together? Glory be to God. So from the feeding 527, how many of you can really tell the titles or the, the messages so far that has been preached and you have been taking it as your prayer? You are praying about it. How many? Oh, wow. No, by hands. You can remember that even the titles? So offenses is part of our life and absolutely nothing can take them away except the word of God. So if the word that is being preached is not being meditated after the, after the gathering, then we are doing no good to ourselves. Are we together? So it is an essential for you to listen to the word, write some notes, go home, and ask yourself which part of this word that can help me to change. Because there's something that none of us can escape it. Because it's a prophecy from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
So if Jesus himself is saying that, Luke 17, Luke 17, verse 1, I want to show you something. We have already started the message and we are about to finish. How many of you are excited about that? <laughs> then said he unto the disciples, the he that is Jesus Christ. And who was he talking to? Who was he preaching to? The disciples. Are you a disciple of Jesus Christ? So this is the word of God for you. He says, it is impossible. It is impossible, but that offenses will come. But woe unto him through whom the offenses may be. Now, this is the word of Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 18, verse 7. I want to show you something where you will take this message serious. I believe you, you must take this message seriously than any other message that you have heard. Because it's something, it's a tool that the enemy is using to destroy every home and every Christian and every believer. And all of you can attest to that. The question is, have you been offended? And if you have been offended, how did you react? Some of you, you, you even insulted the people in your head before it came out from your mouth. Bible said, out of the abundance of heart, the mouth what? So in your heart, Satan has dwelt. That is why only evil words that comes out of your mouth when you are offended. And church, I'm not belittling you or I'm not condemning you for being offended. Even God, I, be I believe, it's not in the Bible, but I believe God was offended. When, when Satan was in heaven, the things that he did, I don't think God was happy. Other than that, he will not cast him from heaven to the earth. And not only for Satan to come to the earth, but also to be in the lake of fire. That's how bad God was offended. And God, in fact, said that you will be in this place forever. Imagine. So many of us, we have been offended and have cursed our children, cursed our spouses, cursed our friends and our family members forever and ever. Bible says, Woe unto the world because of what? Woe. That means, curse be unto you. For it must needs be that offenses come. That means, none of us, everybody here, you cannot escape offenses. And you will not. You will not and you cannot. So it will by all means come. So Jesus saying this, then there's a precaution that you need to take that when it comes, how? Somebody say amen. So that comes to my question of those who are offended. Jesus said there will be offenses. Then he gave us, he, he told us that the weapon of offenses is who? Satan, right? Satan is the one who causes these offenses. Weapon of Satan is offenses. Then offenses, how to overcome them. These are the things that we have been discussed. And we have been, Reverend has been preached to us. How to overcome them. But my question is, all these ones... Which one of them have you taken time 
to make it your prayer. Or you think it will not affect you or it will not come over you. Or you just come to church and when the message is preached, you leave the church as the parable of Soa that Jesus said. When you leave, the birds come and they take them and it's gone. Is that how God wants us to live? Church, then we are not doing ourselves any good. Satan is not sleeping. Neither is he going to leave you alone. Bible says that he's, he's seeking and roaring like a who? Lion. Whom he may what? You are the one Satan is working hard for. He is not sleeping. So you cannot sleep. Whilst men slept. So there's no way. You have to sleep and snore. It's not for you. Then you are giving yourself freely to the enemy to destroy you. Are we together? So I just want to encourage you for us to take the messages seriously. Please, it does not matter who is preaching. So long as it's the word of God, take a note of it and walk with it. Perhaps something will change out from your life. And I believe this afternoon, God is about to speak to you. I said change is coming over you. Transformation is coming over you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God. Are you together? Amen. So, Reverend have said a lot as well as the Bible has spoken unto us. And as Christians, as the children of God, we are all vulnerable to offense. We are all, at some point, someone may offend you. Someone may humiliate you. Someone will embarrass you. Someone will cause you to be angry. Matthew chapter 10, verse 34 to 36. Many times, it's not those from afar. Hallelujah. Are we together? If you are thinking that the people afar are the ones that will offend you, and if someone from afar can offend you to be, uh, to, to be in a situation where you cannot let go, you are also some way. Very, very some way. As for you, that means you have allowed Satan to... Enter your heart. And many of us do, even in the train. People you don't know. <laughs> in the public areas, those you don't know. At work. And you are angry. Angry to the point you wouldn't even eat for the whole day because of that person. And the person is gone. Think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but what? A sword. 35. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Are we following through? 36. A man and a man's foe shall be they of his own house. This means your enemy is not from afar. It's right under your skin. They live under the same roof with you. Come to think about it. The person that betrayed Jesus is not someone from afar, but someone who sat with him and, break, and broke bread together. The same person as he was with him studied him well and got to know what he can use to destroy Jesus. This is exactly what has happened to many spouses. 
They know you so much such that they even know exactly what you don't like and exact is what they will do. Woe unto those who made offenses. You that are causing this person to be offended. God said, be careful. And you who has been already offended, you also, God said, be careful. So both of you, but I, I'm, I'm thinking that God... Your punishment, you the one that has caused offenses, your punishment, eh? I don't know how it will be. Because the Bible also said that, be careful. The Bible said that it is better if a rope has put on your neck, if you cause these little ones. To what? That means your punishment... <laughs> As a believer, you are in the church. You have been here. You know the scriptures. You know everything. And someone walked in, and because you think you know too much, you begin to intimidate the person to the point you can easily address him with your eyes. And the person chooses not to come back again. God said, it is better if a rope has been run around your neck. And some of us, because I'm closer to you and somebody has offended me and you are also closer to Cynthia and I am not, or even if I am, then I'm fighting you to also be, you know, casting Cynthia out for no reason. Cynthia has done nothing. Are these are the things that are causing or happening among us? Oh, you are not answering me as if you are not. As if you have not done that before. Let's be honest. Do we gossip? Do we talk about people? Well, be ready. Somebody is also talking about you. Somebody is also talking about you. So none of us, it is impossible to avoid offense. No one is exempt. <laughs> but, you know, since it is impossible for you to escape being offended, we have to learn how to what? The greatest antidote to overcome offenses is the power of love. The power of forgiveness. If you don't love, you cannot forgive. Many people claim they forgive, but they have not because they keep repeating or reminding you the same thing. The same thing. And, and you who has been also forgiven, because many people, look, we take advantage over people. Because you have forgiven, you also keep, you keep doing the same thing over and over, and you're expecting the person to forgive. Then you quote scripture. Jesus said, forgive. 79 times 9. 70 what? 70 times 7. You know those scriptures. So you literally doing the same thing. And for that, you know, that scripture is not for us to count, but to be countless, not to remind ourselves how many times you have offended us. God wants us to forgive. But he's also telling you, don't do it. Don't keep offending this person because you are provoking him to lose his salvation because of you. You are provoking him to do something that he should not do. How many times... Can the person forgive you? Repeating yourself the same thing he doesn't like or she doesn't like. You, 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 you yourself that you quote in the scripture 70 times. 
7. You don't even know where the scripture is, but you have heard it and you are saying it. How many of you are ready to forgive and to let go and to overcome it offenses? How? How can we protect ourselves from offenses? How? The word of God. Hallelujah. I said, how can we and what can help us to overcome it offenses? Wow. I can't read everything that I want to share because of time, because I don't want people to sit here for a long time. I also don't want to sweat. You know, when you don't get opportunity to preach every day, you have to write your message. <laughs> you have to write your message so that you can remember everything that you want to, you want the Holy Spirit, or you have... Hallelujah. How to protect yourself from being offended. Amen. John 16, verse 1. Jeff, thank you very much. God bless. Jesus said, These things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended. He's the greatest prophet that ever lived. He prophesied that offenses will come. But this thing that he has said to you, he is telling you you should not be offended because you know that what he's saying is very hard and you are going to be offended. And it was true. As they were sitting down, they were what? Offended. So he's telling them these things. Can we read back? Let's go to um, John 15, the last two Verses. But when the Comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceedeth from the Father, he shall what? Testify of me. This is Jesus Christ. The next verse. And ye also shall bear witness, because ye have been what? With me from the beginning. From the beginning, prior to even his birth, they hated him. As the prophecy came, they hated him. And when, he, when the mother gave birth to him, they hated him and they wanted to kill him. So they ran away from where they're supposed to live to another place and there too, he didn't survive. He has, they have to move. So if Jesus Christ, if Jesus would have been offended or angry. Do you think he would have died for us? After all that they did to him? At some point, even his own disciples, when they met him with the woman at the well, they, they, were, they were doubted him. Who has fed this man? And when they saw a woman alone, like many Christians, when they see a pastor with a woman somewhere, right away their mind has just changed to something else. No one can think about, ah, 
how much this pastor is trying to help this lady. But what comes to mind is, hey, what is this pastor doing with this girl alone by himself at this time of the hour? Oh, it has been said to me before in this church. In this church, it has been said to me. I travel afar in the winter. Very, I mean, we were advised not to visit anybody, not to go out. Snow. I traveled three hours to visit a church member with my family. After spending time, the snow never stopped. I drove back somewhere in New Jersey. I don't know. It took me three hours to get there. Those days, I didn't even have truck. I, I had Nissan Maxima. The car was going this way and that way for the sake of a soul. And I managed to pray, love this person and her children because of what I was going through. I didn't even know her. It was assigned to me by Reverend Osei. And I took it upon myself to go. This lady finally came to church. And a church member, a leader in the church, who also considered a shepherd. You as a shepherd. <laughs> My God. You come to the person, then you warn her that this man you are following, he has a wife. What's your, what's your business? I mean, if you couldn't have anything good to say to her, is this so the lady was like wait what is this conversation going where is he going why are you telling me he has a husband i mean a, 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 a wife he, he has already introduced his wife and his children they even came to my home where i was unexpected she was confused then she said i'm going to bring the pastor for the question because i don't she said oh no don't please i'm just can you imagine can you imagine? And it's in the church. Look, it's not one personal. Be careful. I'm saying this to quote. You can easily do that. None of us is exempt to become Judas one day. None of us is exempt to betray Jesus one day. And you can be doing this and yet be appointed as a pastor. Who are you leading? Many church members who are not coming today is because the things that we have said to them. So this message that we are sharing is preparing you that offenses will come. But when it comes, be strong in the word and in the power of his might and God will deliver you. This is why Jesus said, Jesus said, these things have I spoken unto you, that ye should not be offended. Because offended people are badly hurt. Badly. It doesn't matter. Pastors have been hurt. Bishops have been hurt. Even Pope. <laughs> I mean, if Jesus can be offended, how much more you? Who are you? I'm talking about the omnipotent, the power.
power, the anointed one, Jesus, the Savior, Christ, the anointed. If he is offended, how much more you? So he is cautioning you. He is warning you that be careful. For these things you cannot escape. But when it comes, take heart. For I am with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am the Lord thy God who delivered you from the land of Egypt. Be with me and I, God, will save that marriage. Let the offenses cause you to live. I will heal you. Don't let your seed that you have sowed. I will change your life. If you only you can rely on my word and believe in me. I am the Lord thy God. If what I've said is what will come to pass. So long as you believe in me. This is Jesus' voice. Because there is no other way. Because my word is alive unto your feet. The word of God bringeth healing, bringeth restoration, bringeth power and strength. Because every one of us, you will be hurt. Whether you like it or not. Look, you can give yourself freely and give everything that you want. You will still be hurt. It doesn't matter. But be ready that when you are hurt, you are not going to let the hurt move you away from the church. You are not going to allow the hurt to take you away from God. Don't. One of the points that I want to give it to you about how to protect yourself from being offended is expect, expect an experience of pressure and trouble and don't let it offend or affect you. <laughs> expect an experience of pressure and trouble and don't let it offend or affect you. John 16, 33, please. These things have I spoken unto you, that in me ye might have peace. In the Lord, you will have what? Peace. You will have peace. In the Lord. But be, and sorry, in the world, you shall have what? And where do we live? So by all means, you will have tribulations. But in the Lord, what will happen to you? What would you have? Peace. And the peace of God, what does he do? It surpasses all somebody is praying not the peace of man neither the peace of your wife or your husband nor your friend but the peace of God Jesus said my peace I live with you the peace of God that he lives with you is to comfort you is to strengthen you is to give you enough room to overcome it the offenses is to give you strength to love those who hate you. That is the peace that Jesus is talking about. You can only find that from the word of God. Nothing else. The counsel of a natural mind will destroy you. But the counsel of a godly man. Bible says that blessed is he who walk not. Quote that scripture for me. That means every time you walk with ungodly men. What happened to you? You screwed up. That's the word. You are done for. Who is your friend? Who do you talk to? Who do you seek counsel from when you are in trouble? 
When things happen to you in your marriage, who do you call? The one who is divorced already, my God, you are done for. The one who is hurt already in his marriage, my everything that has happened to her or him, he will tell you. And, and, and none of us, look, every marriage issue is the same as everybody. There's no one that's unique. You just don't know that. <laughs> if it has not happened to you, be careful. So what I have been through that has caused me pain, when you called me, I will share my pains with you just to let you know that this is what's about to happen to you. <laughs> I got fired by my boss. But you didn't tell what you did for you to be fired, but you told about what your boss had done to you. So you go and you share with your friend. He doesn't even, he, she doesn't even know your boss. And yet he started giving you counsel how bad your boss is. How evil your boss is. Because his boss or her boss has done the same thing to him. And because it has done to me, you think the same thing that I must share with you for you to feel, Uncle George. Your pain, it might be a serious pain, but it might not be the same pain as I have. So you don't cancel people based upon what you have been through. Cancel the people with the word of God. I was sharing with one of the pastors that if we are pastors and someone offend us and we cannot let it go and then we come and preach for the church to let go about offenses, what are we doing? No, answer me. What are we doing? What are we preaching? And hypocrisy is what Jesus hates. In fact, they are the only people Jesus insulted them in the Bible. You vipers! She, gosh. It's a serious problem that many Christians have. Offenses, the greatest tool the enemy is using to destroy church and the body of Christ is offenses. So Jesus warned us. Be careful. Jesus wants us to be careful. So we have to be careful and take his word with us. The word of God will change you. The word of God will strengthen you. The word of God will help you. Read daily. Quiet time. Quiet time will help you to forgive your husband. Quiet time will help you to forgive your, 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 your wife. Quiet time will help you to forgive your children. The word of God. Hallelujah. The word tribulation means trouble, pressures, difficulties, burdens, and anguish. It is impossible to expect these things and survive them when they happen. It's easier to say than to do. We are standing here preaching, but let it happen practically and see. All of us. In the church, right now as I'm preaching, let somebody step on your toes painfully. Last week, Reverend Kwame demonstrated by... Standing on the feet of this young man. When he was feeling pains. Yeah, she, he was quiet, but because he's preaching. If it's outside or if it's any other day, Reverend Kwame has stepped on the toe, he will probably will be, 
You young man, don't you have eyes? Come, you are stepping on my toes. Can't you see? In the train, train station where people are passing. Somebody bump on you and the person keep going, hey, hey, hey. Have eyes? Is your eyes behind your, forehead, your back of your head? Can't you say, excuse me? Even in the train, when somebody's staring at you, why are you staring at me? Why? What, you looking at? what are you looking at? The guys have, the person have eyes. What do you want them to do? Look, we say this casually and we laugh, oh. But we are offended if the person, woe unto the person, if the person responds back. You will see where fire lies. So how to protect yourself from these things is taking the word of God, knowing that these things will come in my way. This thing, by all means, Jesus said, is coming to me. It's coming. Now the enemy is trying to take me. Enemy is trying to destroy my marriage. Enemy is trying to destroy my home. And I'm not going to allow him to destroy me. These words that are coming to offend me, the devil is trying to destroy my home that I built for years upon years. If you begin to say these things to yourself, God begins to enlarge your heart and give you the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. Experience. Experience is not because you have been in the marriage for a long time. Experience is by reading the word of God. Taking the word with you. Many Christians, hey, we don't read the word. We, we know all prophecies, prophetics and everything, but the word of God, we don't read it. Study to show thyself approved unto a workman who needed not to be ashamed. But what? Rightly, rightly, dividing the word of truth. But if you don't read and you don't study, how can you rightly divide the word? How? Are we together? Are you writing the points I gave you to or you are just listening? You have already forgotten. What was the point one I just gave you to? Expect what? <laughs> expect and what experience of pressure you will experience pressure in the church and trouble and don't let what don't let it offend or affect you it will by all means come but please please let God be the center in your heart hallelujah amen and Jesus gave us John 16, 33. The second point I want to give it to you is an experience of hatred from the world will offend you and affect you. Hatred. Now, this is a serious and dangerous word to use. I pray that none of us sitting here, anybody, such word will come out from your mouth that you hate somebody. It's a strong word. Are we together? Satan is the only one God hates. He hates Satan and all his works and everything about him. Any entity about devil, God hates it. Hallelujah. John 15, 6, 18. Jesus said, If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before and it hated you. Now, how many of us here 
are born again Christians? How many of you believe that you are a child of God? Your hands are not lifted. Are you not proud of being a child of God? If I were you, my legs, I would be hanging. Hallelujah. Thank you, Joseph. I'm glad you lifted up your hands and your legs. Hallelujah. Now, a child of Jesus is, is who? If Jesus is your father, you are also what? A son of Jesus, correct? Now, if he himself is saying that the world will hate him, what do you think the world will do to you? You will also be hated, true or false. So he's telling us, if the world hates you, you must know that they hated him first. They hated him before he was born. They hated him when he was born. They hated him even when he was dying on the cross. Even after nailing him onto the cross, they said, let's break the bones to make sure. How wicked can we be? But the Bible said that the son, of, the son of man, his bones shall not be broken. And indeed, when the soldier, when the army took the hammer to break the bones of Jesus, he cannot swing. That's the power of Christ. That shows you how powerful his word is. So the same thing will happen to you. As the, word, as the world has hated Jesus, so long as you walk in the steps of the righteous, so long as you believe in his word, it does not matter how hate they were. You will thrive. You will survive. You will overcome it. You will be strengthened. And you will stand. Because Christ will stand with you forever. As his father stood with him when he came as a form of a man. The Lord God Almighty stood with him. Fought with him. And protected him. And delivered him from the enemy. And because of that. Death could not hold him captive. The graveyard could not hold him. But the Bible said that he resurrected on the third day. And he came alive. And because of that, me and you today, we have salvation. Because of the power of resurrection. Put your hands together for the Lord. So, let's be aware that all of us, the world will hate us. And the world is those who have no fear of God in their lives. Anybody who does not believe in the word of God will hate you for no reason. Expect these things. Now, look, the evil that you know is better than the one you don't know. So many of you that you choose to leave your marriage and you think you have a beautiful wife somewhere better than what you have. Wait, give yourself a couple of days, not months. Give yourself a couple of days. You will see real monster. The same as many men, many women who think that the man you have lived with for years and now you want to throw him out because of his mistakes, whatever mistakes. Well, Mr. James is worse. Don't forget, they are all from the generation of Adam. The same bloodline. But there is a way that you can allow yourself to be guided. The word of God. I say the word of Jesus Christ. The words of Jesus Christ will change your marriage. Jesus said the words that I speak, they are what? They are spirit. So every time something happens, go to your knees. Unfortunately for us, because we are human, when something happens, the first thing we can do is let me fight him to prove that I'm also a woman and I'm a man. 
So our skin, our self comes. Then we begin to say all sorts of things to hurt each other. After hurting each other in the night, then we want to reconcile. There's no love anymore. We have given the room to the devil. So God said, give the devil not a foothold. Today, many marriages, there's no love. We are just enduring pain and sharing one another. Because we read the scripture and it says, no divorce. So for the sake of no divorce, you are living in pain. But love, marriage is a beautiful thing. If only we can understand what the love of God is. Are we together? I said, are we together? We live in the homes where we hate each other, but we don't know that we hate each other. Some of the things we do in our own houses is not being done outside. That shows you how much you hate your home. You may not have used the word hatred, but look at the things you do at home. The things you do, that brings persistent pain to one another. You've not been doing to your friends outside. No, for real. It's not happening at all. In fact, you humble yourself outside. You say good things. You humble your sweet thoughts for you to portray that you are a good Christian. But in your home, you are a devil. One of you is a devil. Jesus was with the disciples. He met the twelve, eating and talking to them. Then he says, one of you is a devil. And in your home, you have become a devil. How can we change? If Jesus is saying one of you is a devil, it means in our home, somebody can be a devil. But we can fight it and remove that devil by, by bringing ourselves to nothing and building love to one another. Love endureth forever. Love covers all sins. Love covers hatred. Love covers divorce. Love covers separation. Love covers all things. How we can protect ourselves from offenses. The power of love through the word of God. Unfortunately, when many of us got to know that someone loves me, we take advantage and do the same thing to pain him. It's, it's terrible to know that someone loves you with all his heart, all, all her heart, doing all the things that you could and you don't see and causing pain and even the pain you are causing, you don't even see. You don't care. You only care for you. Because the word of God is not in you. Church, I want to challenge you. Literally take the word of God and study the love of God. Let me tell you, when this enters into you, your life becomes different. It's not, look, <laughs> you see, we are Christians that we think when you are loved, you can't be angry. You can be angry, but you can be angry in love. You rebuke people in love. You speak the truth. It hurts, but speak and describe it and quote scriptures. Use the word and tell them this is the reason why I'm doing this. The reason why I'm trying to talk about what is going on at home, what is going on in our family, because I want to keep home. Because I want us to stay together. Because I want us to live together. I want us to abide to the word of God. I don't want to become a victim of the enemy's agenda. But many of us don't see that. Because we don't read the same thing. Are we together? Church, I didn't come to scare you. I didn't come to put fear into you. But I came to strengthen you. 
I came to empower you the truth, how you can overcome offenses, how you can protect yourself from these things. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Amen. My next point is an experience of rejection will offend you and affect you. An experience of rejection will offend you and affect you. John 16, verse 2. The book of John is one of the books you must read. It will really help you a lot to become a strong Christian. No wonder God calls him my beloved son. Hallelujah. John the beloved. He says, they shall put you out of the synagogue. They shall put you out of the synagogue. They will reject you. They will reject you. Yeah. The time cometh that whosoever killeth you would think that he doeth God's service. That's Paul. Paul was not part of the disciples yet, but yet Jesus Christ called these scriptures. And when time cometh for Paul to become a disciple, Ananias was afraid to even go to him because he was on his way to Damascus to kill the disciples. And the Lord appeared unto him and caused him to be blinded and led him to Ananias to heal him. Ananias knew him. What kind of man he is. A man who persecutes disciples. A man who destroys disciples. They will put you out from the synagogue. They will take you out from the church. But, you know, Paul's mind was that he's doing God's favor. He thought he was helping Jesus Christ. He, no, actually not Jesus. He thought he was helping God because he didn't even believe in the Messiah. So anybody that follows Messiah, you must be persecuted. Paul is the one who killed Stephen. He gave instructions to stone him and to kill him. Hallelujah. And this is what Jesus said. He says, they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yeah, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you. The time that Paul was killing Stephen, he thought he was doing God favor. Hallelujah. And many of us have rejected many church members. Our church is supposed to be overflowing. Many people are not coming because of the words, the things. You may not use stones. You may not use a straight bullet, but you use words. Look, words are powerful, I tell you. Bible says that the, 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 the words that comes off are from our mouth. They are what? What does the word do? It can defile us. So if you speak negative into the life of others, you destroy the person's life. Many people are emotionally dying because of the words that have been said over them. And now if you believe that you can speak into your life, and works for you through the word of God. The same way you can use your word negative that can affect you. Many people have less self-confidence because of what they have been told. You will mount to nothing. If you tell a man he is a fool at 40, he will grow to be fool. And he will use his foolishness on you. Then, and you will not be happy. Hey, Call him a 40, a fool at 40. Okay, I am. Now, let's deal with the foolish. Foolish people don't reason well. And when he begins to act like that, 
You call police on him. Have you forgotten you have cursed him to be a foolish man? Now he's acting foolishly, manifesting your words. You don't like it. Eesh. Are we Christians? Do we, do we want God to answer our prayers when we pray? Then let's watch what we say. If you really speak and you want God to answer such prayers, be careful what you tell somebody because it will happen. Whether you like it or not. It may not manifest today, but it will by all means happen. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. In the book, <laughs> Bishop says something that I really want to read to, to us. He says, rejection is an experience of being on the other side and looking on at a group that seemed to be specially favored. Does this sound like the church of Manhattan where we have groups? We are in a church, but many people have been rejected because they are not part of your group. Is there anybody in this church that Reverend Kwame have never called you before? A church member. A church member I want to see by hand. But you, ask yourself, is there anybody in the church that you have called all of them? Have you called any, everybody in the church before? <laughs> but you have a group that because you, because you are closer to the person, you call the person every day or every time. Because th th those are your associates. Other people are not body of Christ. And we are in the same church. And we call ourselves a family. Remember we used to call Manhattan Kodesh family. We say this, but we don't know the definition of it. A family. Your family is your mother, your father, your sister, your brother. And in a church, the one that probably do you favor. Is the one that is your friend. Anybody who doesn't do you favor, no phone call, no question about how are you doing, how are you living, how is things, you come to church, whether you come to church, whether you don't come to church. The one who brings food, mercy, and meat pie. <laughs> your heart has been purchased by meat pie. If meat pie is what can buy your heart, Charlie, then you are some way. <laughs> no, on a serious note, it's happening practically in our church and it's causing rejection to many. People are lonely in the church. You just don't know. People, are, I'm telling you the truth. A lot of people, sometimes when you talk to somebody, then you mention a name, then they ask, who is this person? Who is that? They don't know you. Because you are not friendly to them. And I think every Christian must make themselves friendly. It is good to meet a new member and introduce yourself. My name is Mifred Osetutu. I am one of the mothers in this church. If you come to church and you need a mother to talk to, I'm here. Please, feel free. Can I have your number to talk to you? I call him Mama May. I just love Mama May. When I say Mama May, I'm happy. I have so many mothers in the church. 
I called them, most of them, and I prayed with all of them. I talked to them. I shared things, asked. Is there anybody here that I've never called? Joshua, if you lift up your hands, you'll be in trouble. <laughs> and I have called all of them. I called them to check up on them. I told them, come to church early and fix the church. And no brother Kofi, who's supposed to be traveled from afar. You girl, you are here. Come early and fix. Caleb, true or false? <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, Manhattan, the love of God can help us to overcome our offenses. Listen, we can be living in the same ark and yet love one another. Look, the ark was built. Tiger was there. A deer was also there. Hey, was there. And what? Cat. They were all there. Snake. Snake was there. And there were women. The snake didn't bite your heel. So in the ark, all sorts of animals were there. In the church, you will find all sorts of people. But let's love one another. Let's make peace with all men. Trust me. Satan cannot dwell it. This church can become a pool of Bethesda that anybody that walks here will receive their breakthrough. That anybody that walks into this church will live freely. That anybody, people will desire to come because they know that when they come, they will find peace. But that peace can only happen when we get along with the ones that God has already given to us. If not, we will never... Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. In conclusion, Jesus Christ is the greatest prophet that ever lived. He predicted that hurts and offenses will come to everyone. Hurts and offenses have caused too much devastation in the church. It is our prayer as pastors. It is our prayer as leaders. It is our prayer that with these few words, you will be delivered from the evil and curse that comes through offenses. Manhattan, stand onto your feet and begin to pray that God will deliver us from offenses in the name of Jesus. Lift up your hands, everyone. Lift up your hands. We are going to pray for a few minutes. We are going to pray for a few minutes. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Begin to speak in the spirit. Begin to speak in the spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The son of the living God. Proverbs chapter 20 verse 22. Everybody lift up your hands and pray. The Bible says, Say not thou, I will recompense evil. Say not thou, that I will recompense evil. But wait on the Lord. Somebody say, wait on the Lord. Say, I am waiting on the Lord. I am waiting on the Lord. And he shall save thee. 
Lift up your voice and pray and say, Lord Jesus, as I pray, as I pray, grant me grace. Grant me grace to wait on you. To wait on you. To overcome offenses. To overcome offenses. In the name of Jesus. Clap your hands and pray right now. In the name of Jesus. Father, grant me grace. Grant me grace. Grant me grace. As I pray right now. Grant me grace. My God, Holy Spirit, to overcome it. Offenses. To protect myself from offenses. Do your way. Do your way. Come on, somebody. Come on. Pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Bless Lord. Grant everyone here this afternoon. Father, grant us grace of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, my God, to overcome it. To overcome it. To overcome it. Offenses. In the name of Jesus. Ramalu Salakapanda. Apa Rosindalapre. He prasakatalebrando. Mayandala Bradosilebrandalebe. Oh Rakala Bandalakalabrandalababa. Resabalaba. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Our last prayer. Pray and ask the Lord to remove bitterness. To remove offenses and unforgiveness from your heart and choose to go to Jericho Jericho is the sweet place the aroma that is there so lift up your hands with the lifted up of your heart open up and say Lord please Holy Spirit remove every bitterness from my heart remove every offenses from my heart remove every unforgiveness from my heart in the name of Jesus and grant me grace to go to your Jericho to go to your Jericho where the sweet aroma is there in the name of Jesus every voice begin to pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus Father in the mighty name of Jesus this afternoon Lord I open my heart oh God come and live with me and take every bitterness away take every unforgiveness away take every offenses in the mighty name of Jesus somebody as you are praying this prayer there's the peace of God that is coming over you, coming over your home, coming over your marriage, coming over your children. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the living God, my God, the Son of Jesus, I will never be the same again. I will never return. I've closed the door. I will walk above, I run the race, and I will never be the same again. I will never be, I will never be the same, the same again. Lift up your hands and make this your prayer. I will never return. You will never return back to bitterness. I've closed the Shut that door, somebody. Shut that door, my God. As I you are singing this song, would your heart be open? 
the spirit of the Lord is entering you. Oh, receive your freedom right now. Receive your freedom from bitterness. Receive your freedom from hurt. Receive your freedom from unforgiveness. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your grace that has abound unto us this afternoon. Father, we believe heaven has been opened unto us. Setting us free from bitterness. Setting us free from offenses. Setting us free from unforgiveness, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Touch the heart of everyone that is here. Let the peace of God which surpasses our understanding rest upon every soul whom you have given unto us. Lord, change our life. Transform us. And let the love of God the love Bible say that the, 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 the blood of Jesus shed unto us because of his love may the love of God enter into everyone that is here this afternoon may you receive that love of God in your home in your heart and into your family in Jesus mighty name Amen with all eyes being open not closed with all eyes being open if you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus Christ, I want you to lift up your hands and I will pray with you wherever you are. A life without Christ is a losing game. The message you have heard is only Jesus Christ that can save you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if you are here and you believe that the word of God has touched you and you have been through a lot but you need Jesus to change you, lift up your hands. Lift up your hands where you are. Lift up your hands. Come forward, my brother. If you believe and you have lifted up your hands, come forward and let us pray for you. 
Please clap for him as he's coming. And not only him, anybody here, if you are here and you believe the Lord has touched your heart, God has spoken into your life. The word of God has touched you and you believe that the word of God is in you. You want to believe, come forward with the hands and God will change you right now in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hey, Stretch forth hands for these precious ones whom the Lord has chosen today. What a miracle. You are a wonder in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because you have given your life to him, you are a wonder. You are a miracle. Check. Stretch forth hands onto these precious ones and speak over their lives that the spirit of the Lord will continue to lead them and establish them and plant them in this house forever and ever in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth everyone pray for them please spirit of the Lord thank you for what you have done thank you for circumcising their hearts thank you Holy Spirit for making a way and shame the devil oh God in the name of Jesus Christ father we are grateful that these ones that has given their life to you will be established and be planted in your house forever and ever in the name of Jesus Christ may the oil of garment of praise upon them everywhere they go and may their step be ordered by you oh god deliver them from the hands of the enemy deliver them from the works of satan set them free oh god from sins and the entities of devil in the name of jesus christ of nazareth and let the blood the blood that speaks better than able let that blood speak on their behalf oh god father pay their body into the temple of the holy ghost that your anointing will be upon them that they will take your word and minister unto one another in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, the Son of the Living God, every one of you, say after me, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus, thank you very much. Thank you very much for saving me. For saving me. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. Write my name. Mention your name. Write my name in the book of life. In the book of life. Say, Satan. Satan. Hear me and hear me again. Hear me. You have no place in my life anymore. Today marks the end of you in my life. For I am a property of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has purchased my life. And I belong to God. Thank you, Jesus, for being my father today. For forgiving me my sins. And cleansing me from all unrighteousness. In the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. thank you. We speak life into them. Every dead situation in their life is resurrected. Every sins that they have committed, we are grateful that you have forgiven them. Father, we are grateful that you have purchased them with your precious blood. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for choosing them as your sons, O oh God, and daughters, O oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Bless them and cause their feet to be established in your presence all the days of their lives. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Please, after the church, I would like to speak to you right here. Give me a few minutes. And we will talk. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you, Open. We hope you have been blessed. Come join us for any of our services. Contact us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Lycos Manhattan. 
That's Lycos, L-A-I-K-O-S, Manhattan. You can also email us at lci.newyork at gmail.com. Visit us on the web at www.lcimanhattan.com.